Kia ora, I'm Alex Ashton and this is The Detail, but today, something a little different. Uh, so usually we hang microphones, Blair, he's not even listening, Blair, we still use these lines even though they're coming straight hard on at uh, the edge of the design, we just have to pull them all back. It's a public holiday, so we thought let's branch out from explaining the news just for a day. Yeah, we'll have a string coming down right on top of you, but we'll sort that out. Okay, cool. That's Adrian Holley. He's an RNZ sound engineer. You'll hear Blair Stagpole in the background too. They're two of the people involved in putting together the detail every day, but they do other stuff too. So we are in the Auckland Town Hall and we are setting up microphones for a live broadcast, Radio New Zealand live broadcast, for the concert, the APO, they're playing Bolero, El Ravel, and um, a piano concerto and some Bartok um, pieces in the first half. And so, yeah. So what's your job? I'm the sound engineer uh, for the live broadcast. I'm in charge of setting up the microphones so that uh, we can broadcast the music as, so that it sounds as if you were in the best seat in the hall. Right. Uh, that's our mission, really. Bolero, the most famous work of French composer Ravel, premiered in 1928. If you're not a classical fan but recognise the tune, it might be because of ice skaters Torval and Dean at the 1984 Winter Olympics. Now it's being played in Auckland by the city's Philharmonia Orchestra. And it's Adrian and Blair's job to get that performance onto the radio. Oh, and you'll have to excuse the background noise as they get the mic set up. Some players are sneaking in for a little last-minute practice. When you record uh, classical music, you want to you want to capture an event um, live. You're not um, close micing um, each instrument by itself. So otherwise, you would have 50 microphones just for the violins and cellos and double basses. And so it would be crazy. Um, you do that when you. Um, have big gigs where you put the, uh, the orchestra through um, loudspeakers. But we don't do that in the town hall here because it's a, a, a traditional classical concert where you just listen to the acoustics of the hall or you just listen to the orchestra. Oh, yeah. So closed micing, that's recording the individual in Each in individual instrument, yeah. So you do that when you have a rock band or... If you have an outdoor concert or a huge venue, where, like the the Spark Arena, for example, you have an orchestra in there, you do that. But here um, we've got about how many does it seat? Twelve hundred people, I think, or fifteen hundred people. And the town hall here is uh, one of the best acoustics in the world. Uh, for concert listeners uh, on the radio, they should feel that they are in the best seat. And I can tell by the fact you've got several boxes where you'll carry down a few each that there's more to it than just holding up a microphone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but basically, if you are in the best seat of the house and you're sitting there and you listen to the music, you can really hear, if you look at the stage, you can hear the... Um, 
the flute player. You can hear the oboe player. You can really zone into it. If you put a stereo microphone, because you've got two ears, so one microphone stereo, one microphone per ear, um, if you put a stereo microphone in the best seat of the hall and you record that and you listen to it, it sounds miles away. It sounds nothing like it sounds like when you actually sit there and you see the orchestra. So how do you get around that? Yep, okay, we are almost there. Um, so how do we get around that? Um, we have to set up microphones um, closer to the stage. We have to basically um, mimic what you would hear in the best seat. So the best seat here would be about two-thirds further back uh, in the stalls or up in the circle. Oh, there. why is it so good there? Just making sure the AB is the right-angle XLR, right? Yep, correct. Um, it's um, the way the room works. You get lots of reflections from the walls, uh, lateral reflections, which help you with the stereo image and with the immediacy of the sound. And if you're further away, you actually get a good blend of the entire orchestra. If you sit in the front, you get a lot of strings, but uh, you don't get as much of a balanced mix of the strings with your woodwinds, for example. What was that? The knot and the cable, I'll have to get out. So we're making an acoustical recording of it, of the orchestra. Means we set up microphones above the orchestra, hanging quite closely, um, but far away enough to get a nicely balanced mix. Um, but we do that through dropping microphones out of the ceiling, so they are not in the way of musicians and to get the microphones in the right place you either drop them from the ceiling or use really tall stands right but we can't use tall stands because they look really ugly and they're in the way of the audience and of the people on stage so that's why we hang them and is that what that black cable is yep, that's, that's the hanging first. from a hole in the ceiling well that's above. right <laughs> going over there that's right so we are really spoiled in the town hall here because um, whoever built it put lots of holes in the ceiling where you can drop lighting cables or whatever mm. whatever needs to be dropped to make events happen. So like there's a lighting rig that has chains going through it and it's all um, set up in the ceiling. So there's a huge cavity um, above us. Why were the holes put there in the first place? For that reason. Oh, that was why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, every, every concert hall has that but the town hall has them in the right place and lots of them. So you're really flexible with what you can do. Lots of halls only have a handful and they're never in the right place. This is the main microphone pair. So I, I said before, we're doing, it's all based on a stereo recording. So you've got two ears, mm -hmm. means you're here in stereo, left and right. Um, and we end up in this concert now with about 20 microphones probably um, and I mix them so that they come together as a stereo pair but it's all modeled this is the main pair in the middle of the orchestra uh, just behind the conductor so in the, in the center of the hall and this picks up the overall sound of the orchestra and I have to hang it in a way 
Don't forget the string player. Uh, Dropping it down now. It's looking like it's gonna come right down on top of where John is set up. Yep, I'm here. Um, so uh, this has to be in the right place in the hall, so it, make, uh, it picks up a beautifully blended and direct sound of the orchestra. And how many mics will there be hanging? So this is the main pair, so this is two microphones, and then we've got two more in the front, and then we've got quite a lot of microphones inside the orchestra, which just give more focus on individual so instruments. It's dropped down to the tape mark. Do you want me to go further? Uh, the tape is just... Uh, yes, please. The tape is old. doesn't mean anything. So I'll just have to attach that. How different would this setup look if this was, say, a pop concert or something like that? Yeah, so a pop concert uses loudspeakers because you've got a singer who is not classically trained and you can't project um, into a hall like that and dominate over a drum set. So that's why he would have to have a microphone and be amplified. And what we identify with the pop sound is everything is ident uh, um, amplified. And when you amplify the band and add an orchestra, the orchestra won't be able to compete. Right. So you have to microphone or have a microphone on each player or sections of the orchestra. So it would be a completely different setup. That's kind of what I was saying before as well. If, like, if, if you have um, loudspeakers, this is a completely different way of working or thinking, uh, the whole uh, concert is designed in a completely different way. So is it fair to... pre-made loops are on the non-right angle XLRs, going up to the cable tie. Ah, uh, whoopsie, yes, okay, cable tie please, on the top of the hole. In a pop concert, you're creating an event, right? With the microphones and the mixer, you, um, you make the sound. Here, the orchestra itself makes the sound, and I'm capturing the event. It was a completely different way of working, so I'm just trying to... Like photography, I'm, I'm documenting what's coming from the stage. We've done it so many times now, and we know how to... So when I say we, that's Tim Dodd, the producer, and, and me. Uh, I'm the engineer, so uh, we've done... Over the last 12 years that we worked together, about... 60, 70 of those concerts a year. Are you yourself a classical music fan? I am, yeah. Do, does that help when you're trying to record it, knowing yeah. what it should sound like? Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, if you, if you like music generally, um, well, if you don't like music, you wouldn't do this job. Fair enough, yeah. Um, but if you like classical music, you've got more of an understanding of how an orchestra works. I remember when I was 10, I discovered a Tchaikovsky piano concerto on record, my granddad's, and they were all going on a hike, and I said, no, I'll stay at home, and I just want to listen to that, and I cranked it, <laughs> listened to it really loudly, which I wouldn't have done otherwise, so that was really exciting, um, and it me right there and then. Interesting, this is the space between practices, right? <laughs> You've still got, obviously, people taking all the time they can to yeah. practice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, normally, on other concerts, you would have two people on stage maybe just doing stuff. But now we've got half the woodwind section, almost the entire brass section. 
going through their stuff, so it's, it looks like it's demanding music for them. Stage, I have to warn them. Look, there's a microphone cable coming down and get hit on the head. <laughs> we don't want that. After an hour dropping microphones through the ceiling, the setup window closed. Then Adrian, with me trailing behind, heads into a tiny, and it really is tiny, control room next door. We've got space for three people to sit in if you really like each other, because <laughs> you basically sit on each other's laps. Yeah, I saw there were three chairs and I thought that was somewhat ambitious. Yeah. So is this room the middleman between the orchestra outside and the people listening at home? Yes, it is, pretty much. Uh, so I've got a big mixing console. A very big uh, mixing console. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Hundreds of buttons. Lots of, lots of buttons. I get all the microphones straight on to here. Um, so this is the AB, that I've, the main pair. Are those the ones hanging in the middle? Yeah. Ah. Yeah. So it's a beautifully balanced stereo sound already. Yeah. Um, that's that. And then Blair. we've got uh, the microphones to the side. We're just checking out your handiwork. Do I plug them in okay? Yeah. Yeah. So those are the two microphones in front of the orchestra further to the side. Um, oh, I still have to take the strings up, otherwise they're in the way. Um, they're just to complement the main, main microphone pair. Just fills up the space a little bit. And then we've got woodwind players. So, so you can hear is woodwinds right up front. And you don't hear much of the strings. Another tuning. So that's the oboe, always starting giving the notes for the entire orchestra to tune to. Um, let's see if we have the percussion. Hopefully. Nope. Okay, so that's... somewhere halfway through the bolero. So this is just the main pair. You can hear it's pretty well balanced already. Sounds fantastic, yeah. I don't have a classically trained brain at all, but it does sound very good. You can hear the, uh, the ambience of the hall. Yeah. And you get a good pickup of the strings. Everything's quite balanced. Then I can add a little bit more uh, on the woodwinds, although they're pointing in the right, uh, in the wrong place now. But... Yeah, bad demonstration because the woodwinds are actually pointing to the snare, and <laughs> not to the woodwind. But yeah, it's something to fix tomorrow. But. If push comes to shove, we could do uh, this mix just with those two microphones. Yeah. That's the detail for today. I'm Alex Ashton. 
The detail is brought to you by newsroom.co.nz, made possible by the RNZ NZ On Air Innovation Fund. Hit the subscribe button to stay across the detail every day. And if you're on Apple, please leave a rating as it helps other listeners find us. This episode was engineered by, guess who, Adrian Holley, and produced by Alexia Russell. And we'll leave you with the sound of Bolero, performed by the Auckland Philharmonia Orchestra.